Hey listeners, this is the Spotlight on Grace podcast, where we're focusing on what's happening at Grace Church and how God's grace is making a difference in our lives. I'm your host, Burr Bolton, and Pastor Tanya's here co-hosting. Hello, everybody. And we're here for another episode of Grace at Work. Yes. I love these. I do too. I love talking to people, hearing their stories. Yeah. And how God is growing them and using them and teaching them. And yep. It's fun. And how God is living through them in their mm-hmm. workplace. Yeah. yeah. It's really inspiring. It helps me to look at my workplace different, too, yeah. I think. So, right. do you want to introduce our next guest? I'd love to. This is Jennifer Norton. Yeah. Say hi, Jen. Hello. <laughs> You've seen her on stage singing in the worship team mm-hmm. and in the choir. And it's the most fun to go into the nursery. I go in and sing with the babies in the nursery. And to, when Josiah was in there, he's in the two-year-old class now. Mm-hmm. But, on, you know, they'll have the service on in there and he'll mm-hmm. say, Mama, Mama. <laughs> or if Derek comes up to do announcements, Daddy, Daddy. So that's pretty fun. Yeah. But um, you've seen Jen around. She's married to Pastor Derek. And um, why don't you tell us, Jennifer, a little bit about your work Um, to start and then we'll get back into work but like maybe throw out your workplace first and then tell us a little bit about your family and your hobbies and fun and yeah that kind of stuff and okay uh well I'm married to Pastor Eric and we have two children Evelyn who's four she's about to be five Mm-hmm. And Josiah. She's also fun, and she has a little corner she office is. in my office upstairs. Yeah. Oh, you're it. her best friend. I, I love, love that. <laughs> <laughs> she says that at home. That's how it's you legit. She loves you, um, which is great. And then Josiah is too. Um, and I, so hobbies, let's talk about hobbies. I don't really have a ton of hobbies. Right now, Derek and I are getting into gardening. Okay. And that's been a lot of fun to, to do that and see things grow in the garden. And hopefully we'll be able to eat some of that yeah. soon. And I work at Ramsey Solutions, and I'm an executive assistant for um, one of the leaders there, and I work in our education part of the company. So not a lot of people know that we have curriculum. We provide curriculum to high school, middle school, colleges. So I get to work in that business unit. So Very fun. I have one quick question, one follow-up question. If you could have any hobby. Oh, man. Like, if the ages of your children right now didn't matter and work didn't matter and money, money didn't, didn't matter. matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what hobby would you want to explore? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. You're not just dreaming of something in the no, back of your head? I've tried a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Like, I've tried sewing. That doesn't go well. Um, I've, I don't, if you could do I've a hobby crafting. and you know you would be great at it. I don't and know. all those other things didn't matter. Uh, I think painting. I think I would love to be... Mm-hmm. I j- there's a lot of I love painting. I'm not good at it. I'm not a good artist, but I just like the. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's relaxing, therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, good. What well, would yours be? This is not the topic of this podcast, <laughs> but now I want to know. I have no idea because I want to try everything. I can't get past the time and money not being an issue and not messing mm. up because, like, if it's not going to pan out, it's not worth it. It's not worth the time and energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I do, like, I like to dabble with watercolors and watch, like, YouTube yeah. videos, yeah. and, like, I'm not good at it at all. But it's very fun to me, and so yeah. I would mm. play an instrument. I would, I don't know, lots of things. But, like, if it's not, if it's just going to consume money, I don't want to do it. Yeah, but you just said money didn't matter. <laughs> I know. I'd have to think to get past that. I can't get past that because I know that's not reality. Yeah. So, listeners, what would you answer that question? Let us know. Yeah. We're interested. Yes. I'm, in- I'm interested to know because I don't know what mine would yeah. be. So. Traveling. I want to steal one of y'all's. Yeah. Well, I, traveling. Traveling. I would love to travel. <laughs> that would be nice. Yes. That would be nice. Yeah. For sure. Like, yeah. I guess that is a hobby. That could be a hobby. Sure. <laughs> Make it so. All right, Jen. So, how did you end up working at 
Ramsey Solutions doing what you do? Is this something you always thought this is what I'm going to be or how did this come about? No, I didn't think I would always do this. Um, I actually went to school for education. So I was a teacher for 10 years and um, teaching is hard. And I at one point was just really burned out and needed something different. And so I was just looking for other jobs and found a job there. Didn't know they had an education part of the organization. So I started entry-level assistant, uh, just doing all sorts of things. And so that's kind of where I started when I was there. Um, So to answer the question, no, I didn't think I would be doing this. Mm -hmm. This is not where I thought it would be in my life at this point, but I love where I am, and I think it's been a blessing for me and for my family so yeah and how many years have you been there uh in total I've been there about five years okay so and were you guys Ramsey fans when you found the job um Ramseyites or Ramsey yeah so we were yes uh I so I started working there pretty soon after we had gotten married um so up to that point I had been trying to get out of debt uh when I met Derek he was trying to do the same thing so yes we were probably like ish like we were yeah. kind of doing the plan and then when I started working there is when I really started doing it a lot more good okay I have to take a time out okay. um, because <laughs> speaking of you and Derek and yeah. getting married okay um I, we just need it recorded for posterity the quick version of how you guys met okay <laughs> so I Do you know the story is this the CPR class yeah mm-hmm. yeah I figured you'd heard it but okay. we, it needs to be recorded <laughs> okay so I was going uh, I wanted to move back up to Michigan, so I was taking a CPR class because you have to be CPR certified to be a teacher up there, and uh, Derek's certification lapsed, so we were in the same class and uh, ended up sitting next to each other, uh, and I, re- what probably hasn't been shared before, uh, prior to that, my f- I was like really trying to find someone to marry, like I was 27, 26, 27, I'm like, okay, Lord, please. So my friends were like, just take, if you take the CPR class, you'll, you'll probably meet a fireman. <laughs> well, I met Derek. Not a fireman. Not a fireman. Uh, <laughs> so, but <laughs> we met there and we had class for three nights in a row. And the second night we went, we were the only two there. Nobody else was there. The instructor said, you guys are early. Go to dinner and then come back. So I go, I guess he thought we were together. I don't know. So we went to dinner. I met, went to dinner with a strange man. I didn't know who he was. Strange man. But I was like, I was like, Not sure. Derek strange. But you did. I know. In my head at the time, I'm like, sure, I guess we can go to dinner. We're talking, we're like hitting it off, you know, having great conversation. And so we go to dinner. And then the next night we were supposed to have class. And the instructor said, we don't do class on Wednesday nights. And I said, I need this class on Wednesday night. Cause I was still teaching at the time and I had, like a obligation on Thursday. And he was like, well, I guess we'll just do a, an exception for you two. And so Derek and I were in this class on Wednesday night together. And it's the first aid class. You have to like wrap each other's oh. arms. And I was like shaking as I'm like <laughs> wrapping this like bandage. And it was just a, it was a very interesting experience. But after that, um, he had asked for the name of my church at the time I was going to a different church in Franklin. And so he had asked for the name of the church and then he asked for my phone number. That was the first time anybody had ever asked for my phone number. So I was like, oh, okay, we'll see where this goes. And then he ended up going to church uh, when I wasn't there. Met with all my friends. That was 
I was very scared about that for him. Um, he went to lunch that Sunday with all my friends. I was not in town that weekend. So, and then we kind of, the rest is history. We started dating and got married uh, pretty quickly after that. So good. Yeah. Your version is way better than Derek's. Yeah, it is. So I'm glad that. But the best to, part of this that our it. listeners cannot see is that Jen is facing us telling the no story, and quietly about. sitting behind her is Derek making faces and fist bumps and you know the whole thing. So yeah, it's good. This, I love it. He wanted to come and he promised to be quiet, so we're yeah, holding him. To he it. did. He's doing great. Um, so listeners, that was a bonus. There yes. you go. Yeah. So you never know who might find it CPR yes. class. And the the I don't know the thing to me is like it was totally the Lord. Like in that whole situation, there's just so, so many things throughout that story in and of itself that was just completely the Lord bringing us together. And so, I don't know, that, that was pretty cool. Next summer series. Oh, that would How be cute. How you met your spouse. <laughs> that, that would be, be cute. Yes, we'll get it I ready. Like that. that would be cute. I like it. I like that idea. All right. So back to the career. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so do you feel like God has called you or uniquely placed you in your current place of employment uh yes I feel like God has placed me where I am um I I don't know what else I would be doing like I'm very thankful for the job that I have and I I think through my journey even at Ramsey I've had several different roles and I think the role I'm in now is just perfect for me mm-hmm. um I think it's perfect for the company I think it's perfect for my leader right now just where where I'm at in my life um it's not it's a high, like high level job. I say that kind of loosely, but, um, it's not high stress for me. I think I am doing the things that are not draining to me every day. So mm-hmm. that makes uh, such a big difference. Yes. Yeah. Cause does. someone else could be in that exact same position. It could be high stress yes. because they weren't. It's not with their working genius. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which leads into the next question. Um, how do you feel like God has uniquely equipped you for your role? Like what, what skills what are those and personalities gifts? Yeah. and gifts? That uh, he's I think like on the tactical side, I'm very like organized, process driven. Um, I like to follow the rules. Yeah. She came in first thing and said, <laughs> what are the rules? Which cracked me up because if you know, Tanya and I, there are no rules in here. So Tanya says, tell them what you said. You said you make the rules. Yeah. Uh, Jen, you make the rules. We'll try to follow them. <laughs> Uh, but I think that has helped in my role, um, just uh, knowing kind of what my boundaries are and how we work in that way. Uh, and then um, I also think I'm very empathetic. And I know this sounds interesting. I was trying to think about this with this question. But I my leader leads a team of like 70 people. So you have people that come and they move from all I mean, all over the country to come work at Ramsey. And sometimes it's young, like people that are right out of college. So they don't have anybody. And I think because of that, being empathetic and relational, I think has really helped even just our culture within our, like within the business that my leader is running, just because I can relate to them. They know I'm approachable. They can come talk to me. Most of the time it's about personal stuff. Like, how do I where do I go to the doctor? How do mm-hmm. I, you know, all this kind of stuff that, I don't know, I think that has helped in my oh. role too. Yeah, it's great. That's good. It's a great gift in ministry right? as those young folks are moving in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've talked to people from all different career fields, but you specifically work for 
somewhat of a, I mean, it's not a Christian organization, but I mean, it's a Christian run company. Mm -hmm. So, um, but do you see any challenges to being a believer um, at your job? Yeah, I think one of the misconceptions a lot of people have is that everybody that works there is a Christian. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I don't know what everybody's life is like, but I think I would venture to say out of a thousand people, not every, not, there's someone that probably isn't Mm -hmm. a believer. Um, And I think people would probably think it's always perfect and always great. And, uh, and it is like, we have a very good environment. We really try to preserve that there. For me, one of the hardest things about being a Christian is I have, like, I like to follow the rules. So in my head, there's like certain rights and wrongs, like things are very black and white to me. And I think, um, it's not that way for, it's not that way for every believer, but I think when you're in that environment and you have this idea of, oh, every Christian should be like I am. The hardest thing for me is having that grace for people Mm -hmm. when stuff like that happens. Like, um, I don't love cussing and I don't think Christians should cuss. Mm -hmm. Like that's something Mm -hmm. to me that like bothers me, but there are people I work with that they may do that. And so having that grace, but also like not being afraid to say, Hey, please don't use that, you know, those words Mm -hmm. around me. And it kind of gets them to think too about, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that or whatever that is. That's just like a small example. But uh, I think for me, that's probably the hardest thing about working in a Christian, like with other Christians. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that's Mm -hmm. a common misconception. They probably think like it's not a perfect church environment all the time when (laughs) you work for a Christian company. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like that all the time because people are people and people can be messy. Well, even working at the church isn't always perfect. Right. I mean, you know, like, I mean, you mean y'all don't agree all the time (laughs) about everything? (laughs) I find this hard to believe. I would like to clarify that no one cusses at work. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Not out loud. (laughs) That you know of, yeah. Not in front of me, they don't. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's a great point, Jennifer. Like the different, um, uh, the different variations of how we live our life, and like what's really biblical versus my own convictions, and and all of those things mm-hmm. are so important. And it would be magnified in a Christian organization. Yeah. So that does make well, a difference. And I think you have to remember in all in all walks of life that everyone's not as far along. Mm-hmm in the journey of being a Christian that you are or don't have personal convictions that you have. Not that we can't help bring them along by any means, but I think it does help to have some understanding and grace for, for that concept too. So it hit me one time. It's been a while back now, and I maybe even said this on here, but um, thinking of the same kind of thing of like how people love and follow Jesus, I thought, there are people who love their children as much as I love my children, but they don't raise them the same mm-hmm. and they don't do everything the same way that I would. And so they can love their children as, you know, differently than I love my children in the same way that people may love Jesus differently than I love and follow mm-hmm. Jesus. And that, when that came to my mind, that helped me have a little yeah. more grace because it's way easier to just follow the rules, people. Yes. It's just way easier. Yeah. Yes. Um, but to, to realize like they can love Jesus in their own way. And if mm-hmm. there's something he wants to say to them, you will teach them that thing yeah and I think even what you said Burr about like you sometimes like we can be an example for them Mm too like what might be convicting for me might not be for someone else but it might cause them to pause next time they might Mm -hmm. do something because oh well or they ask questions why don't you do these things I think it just opens up the opportunity they may not have right before yeah and we don't you don't know what people's backgrounds are either like that certain things may have been acceptable and that's Mm -hmm. something god is working on them through and you might get to be 
yeah. you know, and a, if cat- you build a catalyst re- for yeah. that. You and know? if you build that relationship, you have a re- you've earned the right <laughs> to speak into their life and yeah. to say what what's respectful to you, and all those things are good, important yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. So, how has um, or what are some of the benefits and blessings from being a believer in your line of work? I think kind of what you just said, Tanya, about being able to speak into their lives. Um, it's diff- It's difficult because I I work with people that are primarily Christian. And so um, I think that kind of sets a little bit different. It's not, it's not like working when I worked in the school system and you work with people that aren't believers. And so you're trying to like show Christ to them in a different way, maybe. Um, so what was the question again? I, <laughs> I got distracted by the birds. This, door, this window is open and I'm just distracted. <laughs> I love that. What are some of the benefits and blessings from being a believer in your line of work? Well, uh, it, let me put just a little tweak on that because yeah. I can see how that's a hard question to answer yeah. in your situation. Like, what are, do you feel like there are benefits of, and blessings of being in a Christian organization, maybe even? Yeah. I mean, just as a different yeah. side to that coin. Yeah. Um, I think there are benefits and blessings to working where I work. Mm-hmm. I think some people um, can work for a Christian person, and it may not be the same. But I think for us, one of the blessings that we have every week is we get to have devotions every Wednesday like mm-hmm. we set aside an hour every day and every it's like a requirement everybody goes mm-hmm. and we have local pastors and speakers come and share God's word with us I think that's um been a huge blessing and sure. then to be able to take that <coughs> sorry to be able to take that and talk about it at lunch with mm-hmm. the people around you like I think um sharing those different experiences with each other is just really valuable it helps grow it helps has helped grow me and I think other people I've seen yeah. that into yes because yeah. some places you, that wouldn't be allowed for you right. to do that or even express your yeah. belief system yeah. you know because you couldn't it's just not that type of organization yeah, right. so or it is a Christian organization but they that's just not a priority in that way the yeah. way that Ramsey's right. made that a part of the culture yeah right um yeah. so yeah there's all levels of that um so how has your job grown you as a believer stretched you or made you think about things differently you talked a little bit about this already the time set aside every week just to focus on that I also think um my job has grown me as I said before even just about having grace for people and taught me to be um even more empathetic and appreciate the people around me that can speak into my life um, because we have that culture and that climate with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Has God answered any of your work-related prayers? I don't know if this counts, but I'm going to show this story <laughs> <laughs> because I think it's really, uh, I think it's a powerful story of God working through people at my work. So we had a team member last year who um, she was, had just turned 40, found out she was pregnant. So high-risk pregnancy, was trying to be very careful, went on vacation and got COVID. So at this point, she's about seven months pregnant and um, had a really bad battle with it and had to have an emergency C-section, was put on a ventilator, so life support, an ECMO machine. And the whole time throughout this, and she was like directly on my team. So she was a team member that I had actually helped in hiring. So I was, you know, just very close to her. And the amount of time that we spent praying for her, we got her, I mean, we all donated money and got her stuff for her daughter 
that she had and she had you know three girls at home too and a husband and so just that seeing praying for her throughout that time she was in the hospital for two months didn't know if she was going to make it there was like touch and go her story is just amazing I can't I will not do it justice (laughs) on this podcast but just an amazing story of God working and she even says now like at different points people providing meals for her on the days that were the hardest for her family when she came home people providing that and I just think when I think about that when we talk about work related prayers I know that's not directly related to my role but it's so much about what we do every day is the people around us and God answered she is now back at work uh came back in February um and is doing great which is again just amazing um and the way that we were able to pray for her and that we spent time just dedicated to that. Like you don't get to do that a lot of places. You don't, some people don't care that much about their team members. So that was just, I don't know. I think about that. And I just think that that was a prayer that I got to see directly being answered by God. That's awesome. That's good. And it bonds you together as a team, I think. And then it's a witness to the world because other people will have heard that story too, you know, Mm -hmm. and that makes, that will make a difference in their lives Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Tanya, you want to ask her your question that that the discipleship (laughs) pastor wants to know? (laughs) Inquiring minds. So I've just been intrigued in hearing these stories and some other things that I've read and listened to um, and wanting to ask, like, what can the church do to better equip the laity Mm -hmm. um, to to share your faith at work, to be the one who speaks up, to, to be the one that could take Jesus in in whatever different ways, through words, through action, like what can the church do to better equip you to feel like, yes, I'm on a mission for Jesus in my job. I think more opportunities to study the word. I think one of the hardest things as a working parent, especially I'm going to speak, I'm a mom. So a working mom even is I don't get to go to the Bible studies, you know, that are in the morning or um, I have Sunday morning and I have, Sunday nights, or I have, you know, Wednesday nights, Um, and I think providing opportunities for us to open the word, whether it be through Sunday school, like, I want my kids at church whenever they can be at church, and so I want to have something when they're here, too. Um, I would say that would be, and, like, focusing on, like, studying that and how we can apply that to whether it's, like, a mom and at work. Thank you. That's good. That's helpful. Yeah. That's good. Absolutely. Because we heard from moms who stay at home, too, that Mm -hmm. sometimes offering it during the day is helpful for them. So it's good to hear both sides of the coin because everybody's at different situations and circumstances. So, yeah. For sure. Good. Good. Thank you, Jen. Thanks for joining us. Look, you made it. No rules or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's going to write us some after she's done here. She's like, I'm going to write. No, I don't have any rules. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Derek, for sitting in so quietly. He he well held done. to what he said. He did. All right, listeners, I hope you know that God's grace is sufficient for you.